Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You are listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin with The Good News. Well, hello, friends. This is uh, producer Dave sitting in for Angie today. She's actually out of town being a good mom. She's, uh, I think she was in at Disneyland, right? Yes, having a good old time. Right, right. She uh, she sent a couple of pictures. Her pictures always look like they're taken by a professional photographer. I know. I think uh, she's pretty talented, especially that one when she went on her last trip with her dad. Right. In the black and white. Yeah. He's pondering life. Right. <laughs> so this is producer Dave. I'm sitting in. I have uh, Monique Davis and and Donna Hessler with me today. And we have special guest star Andre Davis came in and joined us today. Woo-hoo! Thanks for being here, Andre. I don't know really about cool. how special. Just... <laughs> He's special. And, yeah. mean... and I'm babysitting today, so he had to come with me. <laughs> well, it's just nice to have another guy, good news guy, on the, on the you know, give your perspective on some of these things. And we got a really good week going this week so far. I hope you all are doing well. It's just been that time of the year when it's going insane uh, right. as far as the weather and all that stuff. And life seems to be going a million miles per hour. And the holidays are coming quick. Right, right. Oh, I'm actually going to be gone the next two weeks. So I know I've been here covering for Angie this whole summer. And now I actually get to go. So the next uh, couple of weeks I'm going to be gone, which is pretty cool. But Marie will be here to take care of you guys. And Marie is uh, pretty awesome. I know she's been on the show. I don't know how well you guys know her. But uh, I've got her set up. You know, I've been collecting these good news stories for months and months. I have over 50 of them right now. Wow. So, um, uh, and so there's always good news out there. And it's, we're always looking for really cool things. And um, I was actually watching Sunday morning, uh, the CBS Sunday morning show. It's one of my favorite shows. kind of like reading a magazine on Sunday morning right before football starts. And uh, this one really stuck out to me. It was really cool. It's called Breaking News. And it's kind of all about how... With a 24-hour news cycle, the invention of cable news, how everything is very, very important. Like it used to be breaking news, they'd break in, and it was actually something important. Now everything so seems so important that it kind of washes out the things that actually are important. I think it's a really good message. So, If you're just joining us, I'm covering some breaking news. You know news is breaking because I'm telling you so, and I might touch my earpiece like this. And it's also important that you read breaking news right there in the corner of the screen. And if you turn the channel to any other cable news outlet, you're going to see the same thing. So don't look away from our breaking news to their breaking news. Breaking news, though, right now on the Good evening. We have breaking news. According to CNN and MSNBC and Fox, everything is important right now. We are getting breaking news now. Which means nothing is important. It's like the boy who cried wolf, Blitzer. And we're following breaking news. I'm Wolf Blitzer. Breaking news is not a new angle on an ongoing story. It's not that the president tweeted. And sadly, it's not that 45 million Americans are under the threat of extreme weather. Historically, breaking news meant a trusted broadcaster interrupted a program with an urgent report of something everyone should know. And I gave it a great deal of thought, Grandpa. Here is a bulletin from CBS News. This is 
reporter Brian Guide in our newsroom. There has been an attempt, as perhaps you know now, on the life of President Kennedy. He this happened wounded. rarely, and we snapped to attention because some man was making as the world turns stop turning. Mob behavior. How many times yeah. that happen? Everybody Then cable news was born, and 24-hour channels need news all the time. But now that we can get stories with the swipe of a thumb from social and digital media, cable news begs for our eyeballs by breaking stuff. Let me, let me interrupt you. Congresswoman, let me interrupt you just for a moment. We've got some breaking news out of Miami. Justin Bieber has been arrested on a number of charges. Breaking news is not fake news, but fake urgency. Breaking news involving the Russia investigation. This discredits journalism. At a time when our press is under assault, a great way to up the cred of the fourth estate would be to discriminate in how it delivers its stories. All right, we begin with the Fox News alert. The fallout from the offbeat Oval Office remarks by Kanye West only heating up tonight. We're hungry for depth, not drama. We can all agree on this. If something keeps breaking all the time, it's broken. So I thought that really stuck out just because it's like, I, I particularly like the part when she says, oh, we need to break in. Justice Bieber's been arrested. Like, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I'm like, nothing is important if everything's important kind of idea. And yeah. What do you guys think? It took me back, too, because I remember as a kid when there was breaking news, it was like all of our attention was on that news. And it's so true. We're so washed out now by all the news. And I think it stems from our attention spans. It's getting smaller and smaller. And as our attention span gets smaller, they've got to make more drama. You know, like this report says, in order to capture our attention or to get attention about right, that right. news. Right, right. And they're going to kind of filter through, like, what are they doing to make it seem so that you watch their shows, so that you use their advertisers, and what is it is actually news that we need to know. Right. I like how she said depth versus drama. And there seems to be a lot of drama out there right now. <laughs> I feel like um, they do stuff. They report what they want us to they report what they want to keep us in fear. Yes. So it all goes stems back to the Bible since this is a Christian show. It's all about keeping us in fear and being like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. But we as Christians are supposed to not be conformed to the world and what's going on around us. It's kind of like Peter. Mm -hmm. when Jesus was calling him out on the water and he's calling all of us. So he's calling us to him. And once Peter started to get distracted by the winds and the waves, then that's when he started to sing. So we as Christians are supposed to be examples for the world. Like Andre watches the news. I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news I get, either. I get um on, on my and that's how he has to take it in. But on me, because he doesn't like to read. But me, I like to read. So I like to pick and choose what I want to read about. So um, the Russia investigation is like, nope. Not doing <laughs> not that. Not, nope. <laughs> not getting caught up in that. Okay. Trump's tweets. Nope. Not getting caught up in that. So, you know, I come across a little girl is missing. I stop. I read it and I say, oh, God, whatever your will is, let it be done. Give her family strength. So, things like that. I feel like we as Christians are supposed to not get caught up. 
Yes. And there's so much caught up and then it causes anger and strife in our whole nation. It seems like it's on edge right now with, you know, feeding into all of this. So I, you're right on. We can't yeah. get caught up in it and we have to stay focused on, you know, I mean, how do you know the true message if it, the drama is being delivered? So. I think that's important that you just said that true message part, just because I, however much I think it is difficult to keep up with everything. And especially since everything is so important, we should be informed about what's going on in the world around us. I mean, I, cause I actually have to go, I go back and forth a lot. I have to, I have to look at news all the time, but then I also like watching the news, but I've noticed, um, especially in the past couple of years, you have to look at a news story and then you have to take that and say, well, what is it really about to almost every story? And you have to look who these people are, where the story came from, who's saying it, who's saying each particular part. I mean, whether it be, uh, you know, a missing person or whether it be a, you know, a domestic disturbance or whether it be a national uh, news story, you know, because of uh, whatever a Trump tweet or something, which I don't understand why we keep talking about. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's like and then you have to look at it. And then even with Trump tweets, you have to look at it. Who's saying what he tweeted to figure out what actually it meant in the first place or what it means to you as a person or, you know, Come every on little now, story. Trump's tweets. No, are I don't <laughs> They are clear in what I mean, they mean think, and what they if say. You, if you're so on Yahoo News versus some other news source where it says, you you know, it always puts their little spin on their little spin on it. And you, you have to look at it. And then I'm not saying anyone should subscribe to anything. I mean, you believe what you want because that's where your values are. And, 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 you know, that's where God leads you to believe is because you want to believe the truth. And everyone, I believe everyone honestly wants to believe the truth. Well, and it's sad because it seems like what I'm hearing you say is that we have to be our own journalists. Right. We have right. to dig you have in. To look into so it. there's no like, you know, craft in journalism yeah. anymore. You can't if, take if they're, at face value. yeah, absolutely. But, so that makes it tough. But going back to the Bible, it says, um, show yourself approval, meaning read it for yourself, get it for yourself. Whose truth are you going to believe? Right. Like, I don't, my, like, my belief and trust is in God. Yes. So what somebody tells me, somebody can say, oh, um, the sky is falling. I'm not going to believe them. I'm, I'm going the out there to look, right? I'm going out there to look. <laughs> yep. And then I'm going to pray and be like, God, prepare me for whatever is going on. But I, I just don't. I, when I was in school for my master's degree, a professor, one of our professors told us, and she's sort of kind of in the politics behind the scenes, but she told us, she said, never believe what you see and hear on the news. Right. She said, never believe it. So uh, that really changed my mindset because that really changed my mindset when she said that because you know biblically i i try so hard not to conform to what's going on in the world and when she said that god was like okay that's their truth but this is my truth so whose truth are you going to believe absolutely so we as christians we just have to just get like my grandmother used to say tied up and tangled all up in the in the word that what's going on around us like peter it doesn't distract us because if we start to get distracted by everything that's going on we're going to start to sing yes i think what you're saying is you don't think about it as their truth or your truth 
or whatever, whoever's truth it is, you'd think about it as the truth. I go to the word. And you go to the word and you <laughs> find the actual the truth. <laughs> yeah. And you follow that and that kind of take, you can take comfort in all that stuff. And so that way you're at least at peace among all the breaking news, all the flashing lights and all that stuff. Cindy just joined us too. And I'm She's, good. Oh, you're good. I'm I thought good. you were saying good like, morning, I want to say everyone. Good, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. We're glad I'm just you're listening here. in. <laughs> okay. I thought you're like, oh, for the something because <laughs> we're all in our discussion. Um, but you know, no judgment um, as far as if you watch TV or you read or however you process stuff. Cause my husband's not a reader either. And um, I'm all about reading and not getting involved in all of that. But I almost feel a little naive because sometimes someone will call me and be like, Oh my gosh, did you hear what happened? I'm like, no, I have no idea. I mean, the only thing I see is the amber alerts on my phones or weather alerts and I'll stop and pray like you, Monique, and, and pray for that. But I'm kind of out of the loop. And um, I realized how far out of the loop last year, my girlfriend, um, Julianne came from California and we did some game at night with a bunch of us girls. And it was like, um, you know, identifying stars or TV names and, you know, movies. And it was some type of trivia and I was terrible. And they're like giving me clues, you know, like the girl who dated Justin Bieber. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Or, yeah. Who is that? I know the name, but. <laughs> but again, like, why would, like, I always tell my girls, why is, why does, is what's going on in someone else's life? Why is it so important to you? Like, you don't even know these people. Like, you know yes. of Justin Bieber, Bieber, but you don't know him. So why is who he's dating, who he's marrying, he's crying, coming out of church. Why does that even matter to you? Right. And we don't know his inner life either. Yeah. We're getting the news on it. And like we're, we're just saying. getting consumed by all this outside stuff when we're only supposed to be consumed by God. I, I just... I just don't understand that. That's that's one of my daily constant prayers. Lord, don't let me be consumed by anything but you. Well, that's because those people are trying to sell things. That's why they tell you all those things. They're trying to sell you the, the shoes that Justin Bieber's wearing or the ad that's on the next page behind in the magazine from the story. And so that's why they tell all those stories. And I think it's weird that so many people are interested in it. Yeah, However, it's I think well, it's, it, it kind of stems from where we all do have a desire to be interested in it like i'm not a very political person however i do want to know which judge i'm going to try to vote out or in sure. or i want to know what proposition 121 is or whatever they are you know all the different ones i want to know whether to vote yes or no because that's directly affects our community right you know sometimes it's like even on the presidential level level it seems so trite and insignificant my vote but at the same time how important it really is and so you don't want to do it completely blind so I think it kind of stems from that. Like everyone wants this information and then we're blasted with all this other information and you got to filter through to see what is actually important and what is important to you. You know what I mean? Like, right. like when you said you were, when you're going on your phone and you're like, Oh, should I read this? No, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. No. Oh, look, this one's interesting to me. You know, like what, how, I think it's a good idea to keep in mind who you are, keep in mind your faith, keep in mind the truth when you're looking at all those. Yeah. So I think it'd help you kind of filter through. And you brought up a good point. I mean, voting, I mean, you really got to do some research because if you depend on the ads that they're doing, I mean, they are so tangled up. You know, you don't know one minute you're like, oh, he's a dirtbag and oh, no, the other side, you know. So you really got to do some digging and research to really even have a good grasp on right, who you're right. voting for. And something else I was thinking about, too, along those same kind of lines is 
I feel like we're in a, a in a generation now where like previously, I'm not sure if it's because people were actually better, genuinely better, or because they didn't get caught doing the atrocious things that they do. But all of our heroes are fallen now. You know, all the best, they all get busted for doing something weird. Like the biggest evangelists get busted, you know, with prostitutes or, um, you know, it's like... Uh, other people that we're looking for are, you know, they are drug users or they beat their wives or they do all these things. And you're just like that. We don't have any heroes anymore like we used to before. And now instead they is that because they sensationalize all the bad so much because it sells more ads or is it because everyone is so broken and fallen? Right. Uh I think a lot of this comes down to that we are, hi, this is Cindy here. <laughs> hi, Cindy. Um, I think in a lot of ways what this comes down to in our society is we do two things, is, uh, and our media creates this in us. Uh, we compete and we compare. Yes. And with those two premises stems a lot of a lot of misery in a lot of ways if we don't ground ourselves in the truth every day and just take it from there and get clear in our minds what is going to matter in our worlds and what we're going to take in and what we're not going to take in so it's it comes from just that being a setup for us yeah. in so many ways in our advertising in our media in our books in in what we're told makes us be somebody or something successful and right and uh i think when you really do go to that other space of grounding yourself in the truth whatever your truth is as you see it through the you know through the lord and i think from that when you walk in that truth every day everybody will respect you it's just a given because if you're solid in that you just are what you are and that's what we talked about a few weeks ago. And I tell Andre all the time, like, if if I'm not feeling good today, I'm like, this is where I am. I'm walking in my truth. And that's he's right. sitting right here. He'll tell you, I'm walking in my truth. And this is who I am today. God knows my heart. So unless I, I'm true to myself, I cannot stand before God because he says a liar won't tarry in my sight. So I got to go be true to myself in order to eat for even God to help me out of what I'm feeling in my heart. Right. Yeah. And that makes for a strong marriage because knowing the uh, independent I and the we together, you know, and you're you're so strong. I mean, you, you say what you feel, and I love that about you. You own it. I uh, love That's that. Right. You got to rub up against me I so I can own I'm, it a little more. <laughs> there you go. Sitting here, I don't know if he loves it all the time. But <laughs> well, no, we're not going to always do. love it. I do. I appreciate it. You I do? Mean, okay, yeah, good. You don't, no, no man wants a weak woman. That's right. So I definitely appreciate it, and, and I've learned to respect it. I mean, I come from uh, my mom was a strong woman as well as my grandmother's, so uh they they definitely didn't hold back what they had to say right um but it was done in a respectful way so yes that's important in the respectful way too and we, have, and we have girls so i want that's them right. to, to voice their opinion as well yeah and, and i always make sure i do it in, in a respectful way i'm always like look this is where i am doesn't mean that i don't love you but I'm just, I have to be true to myself today. You know, that reminds me of something of what, uh, what Angie told me. She said uh, one time that you mm -hmm. always want to be somebody when you leave the room, people say good things about you. Yes. Right? And I, I struggled with that because I'm like, for, I'm cynical first. But also because 
you can't really control what people are going to say about you. I mean, you can try to be good or whatever, but, you know, and I got into this thing where I was trying to influence the way people thought about me, which kind of took the focus off myself. But I noticed that in struggling through that, I got to a point where something that I'm trying to teach to my boys is it doesn't matter. You can't control what other people Mm -hmm. think about you, but what you can do is walk around with grace and dignity and walk around Mm -hmm. as a good person and walk around through his truth. And that makes you actually, you don't have to worry about what other people think at that point. And I thought that was uh, that you, what you just said, Monique kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to walk in your truth every day and own yourself and you know, yeah. like I said, I like a, a man, David's a manly man, and he'll stand toe-to-toe with me. I'm a strong woman, and it's hard to stand toe-to-toe with me, but I always do it respectfully. So, yes, keep rubbing on me, Monique, <laughs> so I can keep walking in that way. Gosh, we're out of time already. It right, goes yeah, so fast. Yeah, it goes by fast. It was oh. a really good conversation, and uh, thanks for all, everyone, for listening. Thank you all for being here, and stay tuned. we got more good news coming. Thank you. Good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. All right, Angie Austin here along with Adam. Adam is an ambassador with ARC, and when you shop at ARC, it helps the ambassadors. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps, and everything you donate helps. ARC is a tremendous benefit to people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Now, there's a Saturday sale. Most items half off. If I'm a senior, 55 and over, on Tuesdays, most items are half off. How do we find out about that? ARCthrift.org. How about if I want to donate? Where do I donate? 303-238-JANE. You call them and they'll pick up whatever you need. Furniture, small, big. Medium. uh, Yep, absolutely. A a small, big, medium. They'll bring the truck right on over. What's the number? 303-238-JANE. Yeah, they bring a truck right to your house. 303-238-JANE. 303-238-JANE. ARCthrift.org. Does uh, ARC make you feel special? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought so. The ARC special. ARCthrift.org. As are you, ma'am. As are you. Thank you. Do you love working for ARC? I love... God's Glory Boxes were started to help spread the glory of God, support Christian artists, and feed the hungry. At God's Glory Boxes, they get things from artists worldwide who share their love of God through their art, like paintings, jewelry, t-shirts, and pillowcases. Here's how it works. Go to the website godsglorybox.com. Choose a one-month, three-month, six-month, or 12-month subscription. Use the promo code GOODNEWS5 for $5 off a one-month subscription or GOODNEWS10 for $10 off a longer subscription. You can get God's Glory Boxes for yourself or as a gift, cancel whenever you want, and the best part is that for each box sold, God's Glory Boxes will donate five meals to hungry people in the community. Help spread God's glory today by starting your subscription at godsglorybox.com. And remember to use the promo codes GOODNEWS5 or GOODNEWS10 to take advantage of your special good news discount. Angie Austin with the good news. And we are going to do a really cool testimony. That's a lot about what we're about here on the good news is testimonies. 
And uh, we've got the good news gals here. We've got Cindy and Beatrice and Monique and Michelle and Donna and Jennifer and also producer Dave. Big group. And uh, bigger than we normally have, but we're having some fun. So we thought we'd share this Michael W. Smith with you guys. And then I'm laughing because Michelle and I on the break, we're laughing, we've laughed about my husband being from the Disneyland family. And that I, um, my childhood was lakeside at its best, probably not even lakeside. <laughs> like really like a bad trip to Chuck E. Cheese with the old pizza that, before it was even tasty. And, uh, and my husband was like full on Disney World and mom stayed home, made the cookies. They, did, you know, never wanted for anything. Parents built the pool in the backyard, you know, really took, paid for their college, although they always made him work. But um, I worked full time all through high school and college, worked at a hospital, cleaned the morgue, cleaned the emergency room. Then I worked in central services full time all through high school and college, graduated with honors, worked every night and every weekend for seven years, took my vacation time to do my finals. And um, I worked my way up to doing the instruments for the operating room, which is really actually kind of a cool job wow. where I'd sterilize all the instrument trays and central services for the operating room. And you'd have to really count everything because everything that went into the surgery came out. So I'm laughing because my husband had his favorite vacation when he was a kid that we are reenacting and we're bringing the grandma, the grandparents. So my mom and then his parents, because both of his grandmas came and they went to Kentucky on a Lake Cumberland in Kentucky, which by the way, is not easy to get to. And um, he's, he's like, and we're going to get a houseboat and then I thought okay that's fine like a couple you know like a little houseboat was it like a grand or something no I found out a houseboat is like more than a trip to Hawaii so I'm like well I'd much rather go to Hawaii than to get a houseboat uh, but no 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 these aren't interchangeable you can't go to Bali or the houseboat so um, my co-host my other show is now named this vacation Marka and for Marka we drive to Kentucky with the entire family. So we fly into Chicago, then we drive with the grandparents, and we pull a trailer filled with all of our 15 pounds of bacon that Grandpa's bringing. <laughs> and then for Marka, we got seven inner tubes that are going to be blown up, and they're from like a big rig truck. And then we went into ski boat, and then we have a slide off the back of the houseboat. So we then all get like, you know, I guess maybe they'll have beer, like Schlitz or something, and we'll have a cooler, <laughs> and then we'll have hot dogs, and then we'll put the houseboat out like into the middle of Lake Cumberland, and then we'll We'll swim around and we'll have our ski boat and our Schlitz beer and then it'll be America. I mean, come on, tell me that isn't like I think the I just sprouted a chest hair. No, like, that, like, <laughs> that's no, like look manly. At, look at me. Do I look like I would choose America? No, you look like maybe perhaps glamping, maybe, yeah. maybe glamping, like maybe. my curling iron that I used to put butane in, and I would bring oh. up to the Rocky Mountain National Park, no. and I'd still curl my hair with it, oh and it didn't gosh. plug in. It had butane in it. Oh yeah, yeah, that was, that was me camping. No, I'll Ooh. camp. Like that's fine with me, and I'm okay with America, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind using the price of. America to go on like a real glamorous yeah. vacation, but yeah. it is my husband's dream. So if he wants to float around with a Schlitz beer and a big rig truck um, uh, tire blown up in the middle of a Kentucky, make Schlitz? no, Schlitz I don't know what they make, but whatever it is, we'll have it. But yeah, and I don't even drink, but I just know that we're gonna have a cooler full of beer oh and hot dogs. Gosh on a houseboat that you ride, you ride a slide. It has a hot tub on it, and then we slide off the back into the lake. Oh, wow. Angie, let's this... keep open-minded here. No, I know I'll <laughs> I know I'll be. I'll know I'll be. I know it'll be fun. Just when I found out what it costs, I'm like, oh no, this is like we could go on like our dream oh. vacation. We've we could go. Where, I've never been to Europe. Okay, could we do Europe or a lake in Kentucky? 
Mm. Well, now that you're doing the leg for your husband, yeah. next time you can do your dream vacation. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's right. Well, I think he did. Trade Remember off. when I gave him the little fireplace for his birthday, and he goes, I'm going to do this next time on your birthday? I said, what? He goes, give me, give you something I want. So I'm like, what, am I getting a fishing trip now for my birthday? I'm like, I thought you'd like the fireplace to do s'mores, like, on the deck or whatever, you know. He's out there all the time now, uh-huh. by the way. Uh, acting like Yeah, he with his like... cognac and his s'mores, you know, out there. That's you know, my cracks kind me of guy. Up. Yeah. <laughs> it makes nice. me laugh. It's really cognac fun to have, a little, to have a little <laughs> fireplace out there. It's kind of yeah, cute. It's really so nice. uh, we're going to do a testimony. Where, you give me that look, Monique. Am I supposed because... to be like, more subservient? <laughs> Are you going to no. tell me I should be like, oh, what honey, darling. Darling, why do you, why thank do you. you think I'm just so like, oh my goodness, no. I, I mean, I I just have learned. I've been with my husband for so long. I have learned when to keep your mouth shut. I'm not. Doc, I mean, I'm not docile, but I no, know. I, know I, pick and, I pick and choose. Yeah, I'm my going. Battles. I I don't and I don't joke around with him. They call this vacation America. But it's not. I wasn't even thinking about. My mind up. went to okay. When I go on a trip with my husband somewhere, I don't, that's not my choice. Yeah. He always says, well, there's, there's good shopping. I'll take you shopping. Yeah. So Aww. that's, that's our, that's, that's our trade off. But yeah. I'm thinking oh, more about your gift that you gave your husband for his birthday. Home in the fireplace. I'm like, that that's a house gift. Yeah, it's not. Like, what? That's a, so that's like your husband buying you a vacuum cleaner oh, for your birthday. Oh, okay. Oh, oh that's, oh. that's where she had that glint in her eye. So I was just sitting here like, you gave um, him a fireplace. He loves it though. Like I, I know him better than he knows himself. See, you do. I mean, you he do. really enjoys he's enjoying it. it. Yeah, and he'll yeah, be like, "Can we go out there and the, let's have a fire on the on the deck?" You know, in the in the fall, in the winter, in the whenever we've gone out there, it's kind of fun. If I got Andre, the s'more sticks. If he bought me a fireplace for my birthday, which he wouldn't, because that he's like he's the same as. I am. He's like, um, <laughs> but I will be like, don't light it, don't touch <laughs> don't it, don't it. look at it. It's mine. <laughs> that is well, hilarious. Come on, see, it you got to so know, fun. you got to know your partner. You have yes. to know your spouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. he loves that thing. It's yeah. like it, it, like a hot tub or like anything outdoorsy with the kids. He likes to sit out there with them and then wrestle them and make them cry. You know how they do the husbands. The oh, yeah. yeah, they're uh, wrestling. That's and then funny. They, well, and yeah. when you're on your vacation, I want you to get some little southern accent and be like, honey, this is just the greatest trip I've ever been on, and I'm so in no. love with you. I want to hear no. you say, no, no. Ooh, because girl, Margaret will, woo girl. Ooh, will say, girl. oh, well, baby, we're going to do this next year, too. <laughs> you know what is actually bringing me tons of joy? My in-laws are so excited about it because that's what they did with their son. It was oh, their wow. favorite vacation. Aww. Grandpa's got a food list. He's a, How many pounds of bacon? you guys want on this trip so they just oh my son my and gosh. grandpa and my son decided 15 pounds which is a little creepy to me That's for real 15 yeah, for pounds? real for a week 15 oh pounds gosh. of bacon because my son likes blts and it's kind of like okay. the treat of the oh, trip the, yeah. the bacon but okay. it was cute to see how excited they are and he's already ordered the inner tubes and he's already ordered the oh ski boat the kids are found excited. Out. they're so excited it'll be a blast it'll and be a i blast. bet you if you like love up on mark on this trip and just tell him how, you know what a great idea and just make him feel like so respected maybe I'll so manly Europe someday. he'll he'll offer he'll be yeah. like you know what this was awesome next year let's go to Europe, baby. Yeah, I, I, I do get to you. pick the next big trip. I wasn't. Do we still have time for Michael Michael W. Smith's yeah, testimony? Barely. Yeah. Okay. Beatrice, why'd you pick this? Because of one song. Okay. When I first received my salvation, our God is an awesome God. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. All right. Here's Michael W. Smith and his testimony. We might interrupt a little. Um, and he is uh, on the website I Am Second, which we love. 
There's so many things I love about my life, and music is one of those. It's what I do as a job. I don't wake up every day and think, man, I've, I've got a musical career, and I'm gonna go make a record today. But I just as much enjoy just loving on people. I love when I get into a youth group and I love finding the underdog. I love finding the kid in the corner that you know is the outcast. And I love going up to that kid and putting my arm around that kid. I could do stuff like that for the rest of my life and not sing another song. Grew up playing drums, wrote my first song when I was five years old. Was able to hear a pop song and be able to play it. And I uh, was in the choir and in a little Baptist church, and my heart was really after the Lord. All I wanted to do was just pick up a guitar and sing praise songs. God had a call in my life, uh, and music was supposed to be a part of that. For some reason, it was contagious to me. It was just it made me light up. It was a beautiful time of my life. It sort of anchored me. I felt like I was riding a wave that really was something very, very pure and that really penetrated into my heart. This is just what I'm supposed to do with my life. Well, when I got to 17, all my older friends went off to college and I moved to Nashville, Tennessee to be a songwriter. I was playing in after-hours bars from 1.30 to 5.30, just in a bunch of trouble. And I began to be enticed that maybe you could play with a fire, you won't get burned. Little did I know that um, I would be in the biggest pit of my life and feeling like there was no way of escape. smoking that first joint and feeling so guilty about it. From there it went to, you know, it was cocaine, it was LSD. And I'm just in the thick of it, man. I'm just doing this stuff and I'm, I'm, I got sucked into this thing. For some reason I justified it. You lose perspective. It's almost like your, your compass sort of just like disappears and you enter this whole other world and you don't really realize it's going down, and then all of a sudden it's too late. You know, I'd flashback to those times when I was 15 going, just really hearing the voice of God going, I've got a call in your life. I knew where I belonged. I just couldn't get out of the mess that I was in. And um, I was very depressed. That went on for three years until I had near-death experience. And, snorting something that you thought was cocaine and it was something else and thought I was going to die. Literally, literally thought I'm dying. And that's when I began to pray that God would do whatever he had to do to get my attention. I need to be rescued. Everything began to change. And in November 79, I got rescued at 12.30 at night on the linoleum floor of my kitchen uh, right outside of Nashville. I went on the floor and just began to shake. And uh, 
I almost crawled up like a baby, you know. And I was just weeping, I was weeping. And I wept and I wept and I cried and I cried. Just like, and I just began to cry out for God. The God of the universe came and wept with me on that floor. And I haven't been the same since. It all changed. I made up my mind that I would hold myself accountable. I would surround myself with great people. You know, one thing led to another. Eight months later, I got my first songwriting contract. I was getting paid 200 bucks a week to write songs. I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. And then all of a sudden, I found myself getting a record deal. And I'm in the studio 14 hours a day, and I'm writing songs. And, you know, all of a sudden, I'm opening up for Amy Grant, and I'm doing my own tours. And, and then all of a sudden, you find yourself filling arenas. Never could have orchestrated any of this. And so, been pretty remarkable. God's faithful. I know now what the real deal is, and I know now that selling millions of records doesn't bring you peace, and I know where my hope lies. It's not being a rock star. All that stuff dissipates, but it never lasts. It doesn't last. The greatest peace that I have is I know who I am. I'm a son of the high king of the universe. My identity crisis is solved. I am Michael W. Smith, and I am second. Whoa, I got the chills when he talked about oh, yeah. being on the floor, and his life has never been the same. Surrounding myself floor. with great people. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm trying to teach my son. There was recently a story in the news about one kid dropping a sandbag off of a bridge, and he killed a, a young dad. Mm. Uh, and all those other boys that were with him, Two of them are basically going to get off scot-free, but they were with him when he did it. And that's the whole thing. Michael W. Smith saying, surrounding myself with great people. It's mm -hmm. so important. I'm not saying as Christians we shouldn't associate with people that aren't no. Christians, no. but it's such an important lesson to teach our children that when things go down, if you're with bad friends, that's right. you will go down with them. That's right. There's an old saying that we have. I know it's down south. If you if you lay down with dogs, you're going to get fleas. Mm -hmm. the birds of a feather flock together. You better believe that's that. That's what John, I mean, um, Jim Stovall says too, the five most important people to your life are the ones that you take mm -hmm. on the most things from. And that's, that's why he you're the most with, like them. That's why mm -hmm. he hangs out with Steve Forbes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and his mentors are uh, were John Wooden and the great Paul Harvey. I'm like, oh, he's pretty decent mentors. Mm -hmm. And he's my mentor, so I'm like, all right, I'm in a good crowd here. Mm -hmm. exactly. You've got to be aware of who you're surrounding yourself with. Uh -huh. Because who do you want to be like? You know, who do you want to to rub off on you? Whose influence do you want? And not just you influencing no. them, but them influencing you, right. and especially teaching our kids to associate with the right people. Anything right. stand out to you guys about that? Well, we, we would tell Chris when he was young, you, you show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Mm -hmm. And we talk about friending up, <laughs> you know, right. friend people like that, that are better, that yeah. have higher values. My mother-in-law once said my husband married up and friending up. And I'm like, right. that's, the first, that's the first nice thing she ever said to me. I love that. You, yeah. Yes. Right. Mark yeah. did. Mark but, did. But, but, but I mean, just like you want to be around people that when they leave the room, whether it be your husband, your kids, your whoever, yes. your friends, that people go, wow, that's a good person. Yes. I really like that person. Their name is like, like golden. You know, when they leave the room, they're like, wow, you picked a good friend there. Absolutely. I feel that way yeah, about I you, just, Cindy. Thank you, Angie. <laughs> I feel that way about you too. Amen. <laughs>
Um, you know, I just now forgot what I was going to say. Probably it's just how great I'm as friend. Yes, you are. <laughs> I can tell in her eye. Yeah, I think she was thinking that. <laughs> okay, since you, since Cindy forgot. Go Michelle. Give me a second, Go Cindy. Michelle. Go okay, Michelle. so Go. this is Michelle. I I feel that I that I do do that. I do surround myself with people you that do. I admire. Yeah, like. They're all good Me. people, and I love them. And I wouldn't. Well, yeah, I, am I mean, you. no, but I mean, they all bring something. And yes. then, like when I have when I have people when I have parties at the house, people new people that come in are always like, "Oh my gosh, all your friends are so amazing." I'm like, "Of course, yeah. Why would I be hanging out with you know?" Yeah. <laughs> And your mom too. Like I love your mom. Yeah, she's, yeah, get, she's, she's great, getting Granny. Good. Now, she used yeah. to like hang out in the side of the kitchen. Like I don't know. I always talk to Granny. <laughs> but gra now Grandma's like, "Hi, this is my daughter's house. How, you know, what can I get you to yeah. drink or eat or yeah, something?" Yeah, she like greets that? you at yeah, the door. She's really sweet. Monique, what were you gonna say? I I don't know. I just love. I always love people like being around people who can offer me something. Like mm -hmm. we learned in business school, if if you are the best one in the crowd you're in the wrong crowd all right now oh so that's and, and that's always been even since uh, ever since i was a little girl i always was with with one of my grandmothers mm -hmm. and so now it i'm always like i love being around people with that i feel like that can impart wisdom yeah, yeah. i like that life. too no. yeah you can use that like towards that. anything like i tactical train and when i train with people who are not as good as shot as i am mm -hmm. i i kind of play down to that and then yeah. when I'm surrounded by these great military people who are really excellent I'm playing up and it brings up yeah. my game and that's how I feel about you ladies too you just you bring up you my bring game. up your game yeah. I always giggle too because Monique you know, was raised by her grandmother she goes Angie I like to have older friends we oh, all push out. I mean, are you? I look around. Are you talking about me? I know she's talking, talking about me. me? <laughs> <laughs> older friend. Oh, oh wow. God. I did not do older friend. <laughs> I love you did, girl. Being around older women. I am teasing you. We will be right back. <laughs> Having fun in the mountains is easy year-round with YMCA of the Rockies. Come fill your autumn days and nights with our exciting programs and entertaining activities. This year at the YMCA of the Rockies, there is something for everyone during our Fall Fest weekends, starting September 22nd, on September 29th, and also on October 6th. The fun never stops at the YMCA of the Rockies Fall Fest weekends. This year, we have hay rides, square dancing, pumpkin painting, and a ton more fall games and activities. YMCA of the Rockies is an ideal family vacation located in a stunning environment that helps build healthy minds, bodies, and spirits for all. At the YMCA of the Rockies, we love to provide real bonding experiences for families of all sizes. Go to ymcarockies.org. Fill your fall with fun, exciting, and affordable family adventures at YMCA of the Rockies. Go to ymcarockies.org to book your stay today. Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to the good news. If you like the good news program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com AngieAustinRadio.com Just click on Contact Me. I would 
would love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on Contact. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business. Hey, Angie here. You know, I'm a pet lover, and I know you probably are as well. Most people are, for that matter. Uh, You may recognize Dr. Jeff from his days hosting Pet Cetera on Animal Planet or Lassie's Pet Vet on PBS. You've probably also seen him on the Morning News shows and the Dr. Oz show, and he's known as a celebrity vet because he treats a lot of the pets owned by celebrities like Eva Longoria, Demi Moore, etc., etc. And he's going to talk to us about, you know, the cold weather moving in, how to take good care of our pets and keep them from getting fat. Welcome, Dr. Jeff. Well, thanks for having me, Angie. So, you know, you mentioned cold weather. It's, it's, it's no different for our pets than it is for us. They don't like to get out when it's cold and it's dark, right? So, so we want to make sure that we engage them, keep, you know, keep them active. It's a great way to continue and strengthen the bond that we share with our pets. Uh, Saturday, October 20th is National Fetch Day, sponsored by PetMate. And it's also the 20th anniversary of the Truck It Launcher, which is a great toy device to help engage your pets. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's got this ergonomic handle. You can toss this ultra ring, which bounces in all different directions, or a, a ball, and uh, it just really engages your pets and keeps them happy. In fact, it's also, I shouldn't tell you this, but it's great for indoor play as well. If you have a, like, a long hallway in, in the house or someplace at work, uh, it's, a, it's a great way to help run with your pets, keep them engaged, and if you're out in the park, it's going to help you as well, keeping off those extra holiday pounds. Oh, I love I love that because also you don't have to pick up the um, slobbery ball. That's right. Oh, it's great. It's great. Excellent. All right. So get out there even if it's cold and it's dark. Exercise with your pet. They don't care if it's cold and dark. They just want to have some fun and get outside. What about treats? Some of my friends give their pets way too many uh, treats and they, they look like they're as big as a love seat. You know, like we don't need that, right? Exactly. I call I call the coffee table. You when you don't look like a coffee table, then it's time to think twice. But but I will tell you this that um, we want to look for treats that are really geared for dogs themselves. And uh, so looking for something that's meat, we got to obviously avoid the, the fatty foods. Um, I found the pepperoni treats, for example, 100% real meat treats. They're great. Dogs love them. And also, if you want to encourage your dog to exercise and dogs respond to positive reward, positive reinforcement, go with the treats. Coming up with you know you want to keep them away from the Halloween bag of candy, the chocolate, the raisins, the nuts, all these things that can be dangerous. The xylitol, which are the, 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 the sugar-free candies, very dangerous for dogs. So it is important to give them something that they like themselves. And then, um, uh, so also, another kind of thing we this two years is travel tips. And um, I think that it's important that if you're going to travel with pets coming the holidays, you're making arrangements now, you want to be prepared, make sure your pets are uh, active and current on their vaccinations, uh, make sure they have identification, both uh, an ID tag, a microchip, and their own prescription medication. And it's interesting, I, I, I found this uh, is a card, it's a prescription card that is called Inside RX, and it's a way to get your dog's prescription medications at a fraction of the cost. And so it's great to have this, and it's free, you can download it, called Inside RX, and you can download the cards yourself and uh, take it to any one of you know thousands and thousands of retail pharmacies. So if you're stuck someplace or even here at home and you want to get your pet's uh, medications, think about the Inside RX. And also, one more thing people think about as it's getting cooler, oh, I don't need my flea medication because we don't have a lot of fleas in the cold weather. Well, guess what? Ticks 
thrive in cold weather. Oh. So medications we use are for fleet and tick. So yes, you might be right. If you're living in the, in the Midwest where it gets freezing, or in the north, or even out in California, we don't have a lot of fleas, and, uh, fleas during the winter time, but we do have ticks, so it's important to uh, make sure the ticks, in fact, you're, you're in Denver, uh, you're big tick problems. So you want to make sure your ticks, your fleas are, your dogs are protected from both fleas and ticks. So stay on that medication as well. Well, and Dr. Jeff, we've got um, a local uh, vet you may be familiar with too, Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald. He's done a fair amount of things oh. on Animal Planet. And he has three. I know, I know Kevin. Absolutely. Isn't he the best? He's so funny. Of He's a, well, he's a comedian also, so yes. <laughs> yes, uh, he's he great. Now, he um, said he's had more incidents where, uh, because marijuana is legal here and where you live, you know, Hollywood, California, all those areas are legal as well, uh, that people have left out, like, edibles. And you don't leave out any candy, like xylitol or chocolate or these things for your pet. And you certainly, if you're someone who consumes these products, don't leave them out for your pet. Because even though the pet doesn't die, per se, it's not good for a pet to, you know, eat too many of these, but they shouldn't be eating the edibles. Right. Well, what happens is, you know, we, if we're offered an edible, let's say it's a, a brownie, a non-chocolate brownie, let's take chocolate out of the equation, we're going to have one. Dogs, they see that plate, my Labrador, oh my God, the whole plate's gone in 10 seconds. So they don't know to stop, you know, when to stop. And the thing is that, you're right, we don't see a lot of dogs dying, but we do see a, a lot of toxicity. So it's important as well to keep your pets away from those things. And for you know, all, more information about all of this stuff, you can go to betterstuffforlife.com and uh, you'll have a great, safe holiday season. Thank you, Dr. Jeff. Well, I don't use the brownies, but I appreciate the advice. Thank you, friend. <laughs> Thanks, Angie. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.